welcome back to your journey to happiness. Today is season two, episode 13, Irons in the Fire. Now, irons, the expression irons in the fire um, originated many, many years ago um, in the trade of blacksmithing. And it, you know, it had it had a negative connotation because what it meant was that a blacksmith, if he had too many pieces of iron in the fire that he was working with, trying to either melt or soften, whatever the case may be, if he had too many pieces of iron, it would actually cool the fire in, I guess, the oven or wherever he was working. Right, so that was that was the negativity about it. They had too much going on, and um, you know today basically means that you really. It, it's not always so negative. It depends on how you say the expression. You know, if you say to someone, "Oh, sounds like you got you know too many irons in the fire," obviously that's a little negative. But just saying, "I have you know I have a lot of irons in the fire," it just means you have a full plate. Nothing wrong with that, right? And um, you know, it's similar to the um, I guess the concept of having having balls up in the air, like juggling, right? You have have uh, too many balls up in the air. Or, you, you know, I got a bunch, you know, I've got balls up in the air, right? It could be negative, but it could be just, you know, describing what's going on, that you got a lot going on. And that's okay. That doesn't have to be negative. Sometimes it's good. Now, me, personally, I have, you know, I have a habit of, you know, someone, I guess, could say that, I have a habit of having too many balls in the air or too many irons in the fire, um, but that's their perception. It's not about them. It's about me. It's it's whatever I could handle. And I often have a lot of irons in the fire or a lot of balls up in the air. Doesn't mean it's too many. I just often have a lot. Now that you know that does bite me in the butt sometimes because when I have too many balls in the air or too many irons in the fire. Uh, you know, A, I could be easily distracted. Um, and B, at times, maybe I got, you know, I'm spreading myself a little too thin. So that's, that's me. It's always been me. But you know what? It seems to work for me to have a lot going on. It just seems to work for me. So I'm going with it. What can I tell you? Um, especially in this case right now, more recently where, you know, my fine, you know, I'm trying to secure some finances to pay bills and whatnot. So it's actually good to have a lot of balls in the air, a lot of pers- uh, pers- um, prospective uh, jobs or gigs, you know, going on just to bring in some money, right? So, you know, for example, right now I've got, you know, I've got one PI, licensed PI that's uh, that's giving me work, but, you know, it's a low part, you know, this time of year is kind of low for investigations, and, you know, I've always, it's always been that way. So I've got that going on, though. And, and I'm, thank God I'm on uh, surveillance right now, which is great. I got one today, in, uh, an eight-hour one today, and, and um, on Friday, thank God, uh, which is good for me. And, um, you know, that security thing I had going on, you know, that's, it's, in, you know, it's, it's in Manhattan a lot, and or Queens, and I, I'm trying to get away from all that. I really, I'm not... I want to get away from New York City. I'm, I'm just trying to get away from it. It's just, I don't like it anymore. But sadly, that's where, like, the money is, right? But it's really getting to be too much. But again, I did something the other day. It was a nice surveillance. I couldn't pass up the money. And I did it, right? So, you know, and then, of course, you know, you, I started that bakery gig um, two weeks ago. And thank God today I get my check for that for the two weeks. Um, so that was going on. 
And I don't think I told you guys about this since we last spoke, but I um, there's a pizzeria that, in my opinion, makes the best pizza, seriously, that I've tasted in a long time. And I've had pizza, you know, in Brooklyn, Queens, Rome, you know, um, this is really, in my opinion, the best pizza. And um, so, you know, I've been talking to the guy about, you know, be kind of, you know, I always want to learn how to make a pizza, this and that, you know, a little bit, bit about my experience. So on the second time I saw him last week, uh, he was kind of open to the idea of bringing me on board. So I did a little test tryout with him. And uh, I spent a couple hours one night last week, uh, you know, watching him make the pizzas, mainly, you know, watching his other guy watch the pies in the oven. And I was basically just really, um, you know, his oven guy was watching the pies. He was teaching me how to do that. And, um, you know, when the pie was ready, according to him, he'd put it, he'd, you know, I'd open the box, he'd put it in the box and... I'd cut it up the right way, you know, make sure the ticket matched. I mean, that was like the my function was to make sure the pie was cut the right way and it matched the ticket, you know, the customer's ticket, right? You don't want the wrong pie going out. That's the last thing you want. And it does happen. And you certainly don't want to burn a pie, right? So thank God he had this young kid on pies. And, and he was like watching like really like about 10 or 12 pies at a time. Yeah, something like that. Because he had two ovens, right, top and bottom. And I think he could fit six pies in each oven. You know, so he had to maybe 12 pies in the oven, right? And you know what? On a Friday night or Saturday night, that is that is tough to keep track of. Just watching the pies. Forget about making them. Just watching them that they don't burn. I didn't realize I was so involved, honestly. Because I've worked with ovens before with, with bagels. And I know even that was challenging having you know three or four different types of bagels in the oven and this was a rotating oven and watching them making sure they don't burn you know so i have experience with that but this the pizza pie thing was a little challenging for me to be honest um but we we uh he might be bringing me on board to do like kitchen prep or kitchen cooking because that's really more my my um my strength is because i was a kitchen manager for many years so i could do I could provide a lot of value in the kitchen. I could even prep his dough, which is the lifeblood of his the pizzeria, obviously, right? I've worked with um, the um, the floor mixers and stuff like that, so I can provide a lot of value for him. So we're gonna definitely um, uh, I'm gonna actually start um, tomorrow with him, and so that's good. That's another ball up in the air or an iron in the fire, right? And it's a good thing that I had. Oh, and then I and then I also. Two weeks ago, also, I applied for something else that looks like it's I got picked up for. And this is kind of a nice part-time gig ski also. Um, it's a delivery thing. I could use my truck. Um, Snuggie could come with me, which is great. She could come in the truck with me. You know, it's a half-day thing, like a four-hour thing. And, and that alone, it was five days. Now it's going to look like it's going to be six days. That alone will pay my housing. That one gig right there. So, uh, you know that uh, that's a good ball to have up in the air, and and it's good that I had three or four balls or potential balls up in the air in these last two weeks. Why? Because first of all, in general, let's talk about this. 
it's good to have a lot of balls up in the air. And if you, in fact, if you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, he always speaks about that. That's great having a lot of balls up in the air because, you know, if you've got 10 balls up in the air and, you know, six drop, you still got four up there, right? So with me, if I got four or five balls in the air and one or two drop, I still got a few. You know, I still got, you know, three three balls up in the air, right? And that's a good thing because for me, balls up in the air means money. That's what I'm talking about, right? So, and it's a good thing that I had a few up in the air over these last two weeks because um, I found out like a day, it was yesterday or two days ago, maybe two days ago, that, um, or man, it might have been yesterday, that um, the bakery thing is over. Oh, no, actually two days ago. Because I was supposed to go in yesterday at the bakery. So, I found out on Monday uh, that uh, the bakery thing is, is over. It was a, it was a, it was a one and done thing. Um, you know, apparently the, these two owners of the bakery, they're just, they're overwhelmed. They really, they really don't know what they're doing as far as an, an overall business. And they're really just focusing on their wholesale and their specialty cakes. They're putting zero attention into the retail portion of the bakery, which in my opinion is a mistake. That's what's going to draw people in. And, you know, they're difficult to work with. They don't want to hear ideas. They're not open to it. They like working by themselves. Um, and I was starting to get a little disillusioned working with uh, with the guy, mainly the guy, because uh, he just didn't want to hear any fresh ideas. And he wasn't like an old time. He was younger than me. But he just was like, they're too, these two are set in their ways. They're a little on the weird side. And it's it was frustrating for me. And I knew enough to keep, relatively keep, you know, you always keep your mouth shut when you start something new. But once in a while, you want to point out some ideas. You want to help out a little. And this guy was not receptive. He was not, you know. In fact, it's funny. I was telling him that because he actually makes a nice croissant. He, you know, he makes a dome. Um, you know, he makes a dome himself. He he puts it. He flattens it. He rolls it. He forms the croissants nicely. It said he, I think he told me. He said he took a, took him a year to figure it out. But he does make a nice croissant. And I told him, I said, you know, since you're already making a good plain croissant, you could really do a nice almond croissant, which is what we had in uh, um, uh, at Old Bone Pan, the Boston Corporation. They did it. We did a great almond croissant. And what we did was we took the the croissant, we we cut a little pocket in it. First was all first of all, as soon as it came out of the oven, we we would cool. I would cool the tray, you know, because as an opening manager, you did the first two bakes. So let's say I was making you know, five trays of croissant, one tray I'd put in the cooler right away. Then once it cooled, I'd open up a little pocket with a scissor, with a, like bakery scissors. And Obon Pan had a delicious almond paste, which I knew, I wish I remember what the ingredients were. It was, it came in a tub and you just scoop it out with like a little small ice cream scooper. You take one scoop and put it in the, of this almond paste and put it inside the croissant. And then we brush honey on it, the whole top of the croissant, and then throw, sli- you know, scatter sliced almonds on top of that. And as it sat in the case, it didn't have to be refrigerated. As it sat in the case, that almond, that almond butter paste melted. Oh, it was so good. So I'm trying. I'm describing this to him, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I made almond croissants before, but they didn't like it." That was always his excuse. Yeah, I did that once before, but they didn't like it. So you know what? You get them to like it. Maybe they didn't like it because you weren't consistent about it. I mean, I didn't say that to him, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they didn't like it because you weren't consistent about it. 
You know, if you build it, they will come. If you put scones out into your case, they're going to buy them. If you put almond croissants in your case, the front case, they're going to buy them. But he had no interest in that. He was very frustrated to deal with this guy. And honestly, I think he had some mental issues. I think he was on medication. Because he used to check out during the day. First of all, I think he went home and took a nap every day. And second of all, I'd catch him like in the kitchen with his like head against the oven door. Like it was like he was too checking out. It was ridiculous. But anyway, so that gig ended. Hopefully I'll get my money today. At least I learned not, not what to do in a bakery, right? And uh, so anyway, that deal's all over. So that ball dropped. But but then I got like a day after that, um, I got the notification I'm good to go with this um, delivery thing. So that's why, again, it's good to have a lot of balls in the air. It's good for me. It works for me. Maybe not for other people. Maybe other people, they can only focus on one thing. And they do it right, but they can only focus on one thing. I get that. It works for them. Me, I've got to have a lot of balls up in the air, a lot of irons in the fire. That works for me. It always has. And I think it always will. So, you know, right now, so I got... Now it looks like some good things are going on. It looks like I've got... You know, this um, delivery thing is going to be steady. A nice steady half day, Monday through Saturday. That's going to pay my housing. And then maybe this pizza pizza thing will kick off a few nights a week. Maybe, you know, maybe he wants me Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I don't know. Maybe Thursday, Friday, Sunday. If he wants to do, like, prep done on Sunday for the week. I don't know. You know, maybe, whatever it is. I mean, look, if it's a few nights a week, you know, it's like a three-hour deal maybe, four hours top, something like that. Um, you know, that's uh, that's going to pay for my truck. You know, and then maybe my truck and some credit. Right, so hey, that's where we go. And if occasionally um, a surveillance pops up, that's fine too. But you know what? Right now, I'd rather do. I mean, I'm glad I'm on the surveillance today and Friday. But right now, um, I'm happy with this delivery thing, and maybe a few shifts at this pizzeria, a few a few nighttime shifts at the pizzeria. Because to me, it's exciting to actually learn how to make... Because I will eventually learn how to make a pizza. I will eventually learn how to watch them in the oven so they don't burn. I just don't... I just think learning that on a Friday night's a big mistake. So I know... I know my strengths. And, uh, you know, I know it's good to push yourself out of your comfort zone. But this is not... This is not the situation for me to push myself out of my comfort zone by trying to make pizzas or watch them in the oven... Because if I, because I, if I burn one pizza for the guy, I'll feel bad because that's a, that's a, that's wasted time and wasted money. I don't want to do that to the guy. So that's why when I meet with him tomorrow, I'm gonna to let him know. Because he asked me if I felt comfortable with it, and I kind of, you know, I didn't process it enough because I was just, I just did it for the first time. But as I was thinking, I realized that you know what, that's not my comfort zone. I don't. This is not a situation to push myself out of my comfort zone. I'd rather double down on what I'm good at. And what I'm good at for him, where I could give him value, is cooking in his kitchen. You know, possibly managing his kitchen if he needs that. Um, doing his dough prep. I think it's important to have maybe one guy do the prep. Because people do things differently, even though it's the same recipe and stuff. People, it's like witnesses to a crime. Each witness is going to say something different. Oh, it was a silver gun. No, it was a black gun. Oh, he was a Chinese guy. No, he was a Italian guy or whatever, Spanish guy. You're going you're gonna to hear different things. So... I think the same thing with baking, or with baking, even though baking is exact, more exact, I think two different bakers are going to bake something differently. 
I just think it is. I, that's what I've experienced. So I think it's good for him to have maybe one prep guy for his dough. And I can manage his walking. You know, make sure it's, you know, up to code with the health department. Everything's off the floor. There's no raw chicken on the top shelf or eggs on the top shelf that could uh, drip down and cause salmonella. Like all those little things that you don't see in your mom and pop um, kitchens or refrigerators. I mean, how many times have you watched uh, Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares and the, and the walking was a nightmare? That That's how most places are. That's the last... They don't pay attention to that. Most places they don't pay attention to their walking, and that's where you're gonna lose food. You're gonna lose your food cost. Food's gonna go bad. Um, that's where you're gonna have a health department situation with contamination. So that's important. And most places don't realize it. I could monitor that for him. I could even order, keep an eye on what he's low on. I could help him with his ordering, with his inventory. I've done all that. I was a kitchen manager for years. I've done all that. I've managed a bakery. That's why I could help this other guy so much, but. They didn't want to hear it. So, anyway, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Right now, just doing this delivery thing. Steady, Snuggie can come with me. And then, you know, I can leave her alone for a few hours and do this pizza thing a few, maybe a few nights a week. And, uh, and right, that's that's kind of enough right now. And, um, and then that gives me some time to just chill, relax, you know, put some energy into my, my podcast here. Because uh, this is a lot of fun. It's good therapy for me. I mentioned that before. And I want to provide more episodes this year than uh, last year. And um, so I got right now a good amount of balls up in the air. And I think I can kind of settle down now with looking for anything else. I think I'm, I think I've, I'm in my in my comfort zone with balls in the air right now. I think I got enough irons in the fire right now. You know, for me right now, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, and then of course, you know. Once the spring hits too, that's why that's why this this uh, delivery thing is appealing to me. Uh, first of all, because I could always add on more work. Like it's kind of like a route situation where I'm given a specific route delivery route, but I could always add on to it. You know, like already he added a day on for me, and then I could possibly do a whole new separate route earlier, like starting at let's say two in the morning going to five or six taking a break and then doing this other one at 9 9 30 right so if i want i could add on stuff which i may want to do because i really want to i really i need to really bring in a lot of money right now just not just to pay my bills but i really want to also knock off some credit i really do because i got my two cards are maxed out once again i gotta get that out of the way i gotta really hit that hard because then that frees me up to if I want to buy something or if I want to travel, like I mentioned before. So I'm probably going to take on more right now if I can because, um, you know, I need to knock off this credit. Plus, come spring, summer, I do want to relax a little bit and I do want to do some fishing. I do want to get on the, the new mo- the motorcycle that's coming. And, you know, there's some things I want to do to enjoy life as well. So right now it's good that I have, you know, the amount of... Uh, First of all, it's good that I, I had a lot of irons in the fire because, you know, a couple fizzled out, right? And uh, now I, it seems like I have the right amount of irons in the fire, a manageable amount, you know? So that, that fire is cooking good right now. You know, the, the heat isn't being diluted by too many irons. So I'm good right now. And it feels good. And um, I can't... There's nothing for me to suggest because, again... 
this may not work for you. For me, it works to have a lot of balls in the air. I know other people, like my older boy, he's got to focus on one thing, but he does it 100%. He does it very, very well. But he can't focus on more than one thing. And because if he does, then it just it messes him up. So I get that. So some people can only focus on one thing. They do it great. Other people need to, you know, need to spread it out a little bit like me. That's just how it is. So I can't even make a suggestion. Um, again, you know, you, you know your focus, where your focus point is. If you're the type that could only focus on one thing, hey, stay in your lane. Stay with that. But if you like having some irons in the fire or some more balls in the air just in case, you know, that's, um, that's that could be a good thing. I know for me it works. Um, and again, this is like going back to what I was talking about a while back about, you know, it's sometimes it's good to have a plan B, but, you know, I'm trying to think who was it. Was it Denzel Washington? I think that said, and I think a few other people have said it, that if you have a plan B, you don't, I mean, and it might have been also Will Smith, I don't remember, that they said that it's, you know, if you have a plan B, you're never going to succeed at your plan A. I get that too. But this is not what I'm talking about. This is, this is not, this is something different, you know. In certain aspects of my life, I do have only a plan A. I don't want a plan B, and I can't really get into that right now, but... In this regard of bringing in income, it's important, I think, to have several streams of in- several streams of income. And so me, you know, this is this is what I need to do. This is my wheelhouse. This is comfortable for me. You know, and plus I got another couple other balls in the air that I'm not ready to discuss right now that I'm working on. So but I got I got a manageable amount of balls up in the air. <laughs> or a manageable amount of irons in my fire. So I'm good right now. So I can't even suggest to you what to do because it's again it's it's your it's your comfort zone and what works for you you know whether it's one ball up in the air or five you know it's that's up to you and i would imagine you you know you already know what works for you so there's nothing for for me to even suggest anyway so that's the update my friends thanks for listening and i will chat with you as soon as i can